Welcome to the Series Tech Tips podcast. We're continuing our series of short interviews with teachers right here in Series about standards-based learning. My name is Haley Wells. I teach at Central Valley High School, and I teach Biology of the Living Earth. Thanks for joining us today, uh, Mrs. Wells. And uh, I guess the first question I have for you is, can you tell us a little bit about your grading system that you use in your classroom? Yeah, of course. I use the standards-based grading option in Infinite Campus. Um, and one, the most um, helpful part of that is that students don't see a percentage. They're seeing their overall level on the proficiency scale. Are they overall a level one, a level two, or a level three. So I think that it helps students identify where they're at in their learning versus just being focused on um, a percentage where students will typically know that they have to go up just one more percent to get to the next grade breakdown. And this kind of takes the focus off of that. And they're um, looking at the categories in Infinite Campus more to figure out where are their lowest scores so that they can reach up to higher levels on the proficiency scale. And I see you've got, speaking to the proficiency scales, I see you've got a paper copy uh, of the proficiency scales for your class in front of you. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about um, how you use the proficiency scales? how you share these maybe with your students. Yeah, at the beginning of each unit, we give students a um, proficiency scale tracker page, and it gives students all of the targets um, for that unit. So for example, you you may have a unit that has a proficiency scale target from, for example, ecosystem dynamics, maybe in unit one, but then also unit one will have a target from matter and energy and ecosystem. So those are two separate proficiency scales but we're kind of bundling them um, by unit so that it's easier for students to um, see exactly what they need for the unit rather than giving them the two scales and kind of jumping back and forth and they're seeing more than they need to at that time. Um, By unit, they're only looking at the targets that are relevant to that unit. So we also kind of cut out the, on the proficiency scale page, we cut out the four level row basically and the zero and one level row and kind of um, made it a little bit easier for students to read where the level three target is written word for word and then the level two kind of check boxes that belong with that target are all right together. Right underneath the level two check boxes, we give students a table and during class we um, help them fill out each assessment that we do. So they'll write down the name of the assessment, they'll write down their score on the assessment and the uh, points possible so they can see if the highest they could get is a two, then they got a two out of two, or maybe they got a one out of two. Um, But through the unit, every assessment that takes place, we track it in class so they can see hopefully their progression um, from level two to level three assessments and maybe level four enrichments or um, they can see kind of a progression in their learning on that proficiency scale tracking page. Thank you for explaining that. I, I, I like uh, how you're sharing this um, organized resource with your students. I love that they fill in the information themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you find that 
they are understanding maybe compared to previous years? Because you've been doing this now for this this past first semester, right? And the second semester just started. So um, have you seen, like, do your students understand a little more clearly this year what it is that they're expected to learn? So I definitely think that it helps students identify what they need to be able to show us in their their evidence of learning, which could be anything really. It could be an, an entry exit ticket, it could be an assignment or a lab, or it could be like a formal exam, but they can see um, what they need to be able to demonstrate. And they can see the multiple opportunities that they got in class to demonstrate that proficiency. So I know standards-based grading is new for a lot of us. I know it's new for me this year. Um, you're uh, halfway through the school year, basically. We just finished the first semester. Um, is there anything that you are looking to change or maybe modify for second semester? Yeah, our, our team um, started talking about including a score for uh, basically the, the DCI, the proficiency scale on, on the content, but then also whenever there was an SEP applicable mm -hmm. that we would kind of double up um, you know, for, for a level three assessment, it's going to include an SEP mm -hmm. along with that content. So if they got a three out of three on this level three assessment for this target on this proficiency scale, we would put in that they, uh, you know, that they got a three on, on that scale, but then also on the SEP scale, we would, we would put a three. Okay. And the SEPs are science and engineering practices, right? Yes. So mm -hmm. for those of us who aren't familiar with how the secondary science standards work, those are, I call them cross-cutting concepts, right? Those are mm -hmm. themes that kind of run throughout the year and actually throughout all the high school science classes or all the secondary science classes, um, as opposed to specific, the DCI standards, which are like yes. specific to biology or specific to physics or chemistry. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's great that you're able to make that clear for your students because um, I know that's, that's confusing even for uh, us grown-ups sometimes. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you want to share uh, with our listeners about uh, standards-based grading? Um, yeah, I, I would say that there's there's definitely a learning curve, but overall, I think that the benefits of using this this grading scale in Infinite Campus are worth trying it out. Um, I would say if if I could give advice to to myself for first starting this, I would say the more evidence you can include in the gradebook, the better it's going to work for you. The more you put into Infinite Campus as evidence of learning, their grade is going to more accurately reflect where they are at in their learning or on the proficiency scale. So if you wanted to put evidence of learning in multiple pieces, like I like I talked about, if you want to put it into this scale, that's more content-based, but then also put the score into the, the SEP, which is the skill um, proficiency scale. If you're going to do that, then do it consistently. If you're mm -hmm. only putting in a score for um, the skill proficiency scale page once in a while, then it's going to kind of inaccurately skew the student's data. Mm -hmm. So I would just be aware of that and you can maybe play around in Infinite Campus and see the more scores you put in, the more accurate their overall grade is going to be. All right. Well, Mrs. Wells, thank you so much for joining us today and taking some time uh, to share uh, your experiences with standards-based learning. And uh, thank you for all the work that you do. I know this is not easy work, but thank you. You're welcome.
We'd like to thank Haley Wells for joining us today on the series Tech Tips Podcast. For more information about standards-based grading, you can visit our website at seriesedtech.net forward slash grading for growth. Until next time, this is Brian Wise. Stay techie.